Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Investing Yourself, the podcast series. My name is Phil Better, the podcast mogul, and today I have Turner, your surly DM from the amazing podcast, podcast Give Me the Loot, a D&D podcast. Turner, thank you very much for being here. Hey, no problem. Glad to be here. Um, me, uh, Turner and my, myself, we know each other from another podcast that we're producing together, which is D&D based for beginners, and uh, it's so much fun, and we get to record on Sunday, so I'm looking forward to that. It's a highlight of my month. It's my time to chill with friends and just be silly and drive our DM mad. But uh, Turner, you, uh, you're you one of the first fantasy-based uh, or not business-based podcasts mm-hmm. that I've had. You're more of a game and sharing your private time. Can you, you want to share your story? Yeah, so Gimme the Loot is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast. Um, actual play is a genre within podcasts themselves that are a narrative podcast that take... The, the big ones are all Dungeons & Dragons, but there are a huge depth of different varieties of games that they play. Um, it is effectively a combination of audio drama, uh, improv event, and active gaming crammed into one um i uh, i've been playing dungeons and dragons literally for as long as i've known how to read the the very first thing i can remember reading was sneaking into my older brother's room to steal his dragon magazines and read the comics out of the back of them uh so i've been playing for for decades and decades and decades and and, and stopped for a bit but about you know two years ago a friend of mine that I'd met through World of Warcraft. We're going deep down the nerd tunnel for this. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. This is what what's fun. I'm, I want to get more of my nerdy friends on because I want to <laughs> promote them because it, they have. You guys have like great podcasts that are like fun and it, it's like a TV show. It. I'm telling you, man. It is a. It's a huge genre within the podcast realm, and I'm really amazed that it doesn't have its own genre category within a lot of the pod feeds yet. When you look at you know some of the incredibly lucrative podcasts are out there, but, but it is, it is an entertainment podcast. It is a very, very different genre. Um, but, uh, about two years ago, a friend of mine that I met through WoW invited me to join the, their podcast during the second season as a new character. And I went, you know, it was right about the same time I, I hadn't been playing D and hadn't been doing podcasting at all. Um, my son had just approached me to play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, Hey, this is kind of a cool two birds, one stone thing. Um, and jumped in it and caught really caught the bug that, podcast slowly diminished due to COVID and and that kind of created the opportunity for me to go, Hey, you know, this is something that I enjoy doing. I I have a story that I want to tell. I have a cast of guys that I think will be perfect for that story. And that's thus gimme the loot was born. So you, uh, you're primarily the the DM of this thing. You, you script the whole thing out or. Well, so I, I, I'm the dungeon master and host of the game. The host portion of it means I'm the, I, I edit it. I do the intros and and the outros and, and generally steer the ship overall for the podcast production and, and our promotional efforts and everything. The dungeon master part of it. So within the context of dungeon, uh, dungeons and dragons and other role-playing games, the dungeon master is both the, the host and referee, like the closest real world analog. If you think of uh, like you, when you go to an escape room, somebody who's kind of managing you or introducing you to that escape room, it's very similar to what a dungeon master is doing for their players. They're putting you into this room or, or cave or castle or forest that a series of challenges will present themselves in front of you. So I have a general overall narrative that I create, but then the players come in and get to be the X factor of where that narrative ultimately goes. Um, the best analogy that I've ever heard for it is imagine you're trying to write a novel 
with six characters. And every one of those characters has the agency to write their own story within the greater context of the novel. Manage that. Have at it. Uh, and and that that's the fun of it. So, yeah, there's an overall, I, I created the world. I created the setting. We're using the Dungeons & Dragons uh, rules for 5th edition. We're, we fall kind of in the middle of the spectrum between rules as written, which is hardcore. If it's not on the page, it doesn't happen. And rule of cool, which is a more really more improv-based. Hey, if you can think it, it does happen. We fall squarely in the middle where we are definitely rules-based. There is absolutely stakes and randomization of events. And, that, and that's the other element to it is it's not just you're dealing with a story with characters that have own, their own free will, there is an absolute random element. So they may come up with this really incredible move and then beef it on the dice and fall flat on their face. Um, but that, you know, the nice thing is we're, we're very, very comedy oriented. We are uh, lightly satirical, you know, uh, our adventures take place in sort of an alternate U S uh, you know, some of the, the villains in our, you know, a, a large, um, hyper-capitalistic organization is one of the big bad evil guys in our deal. We, you know, we poke a lot. The guys drive around in a magical Winnebago. So it's not, <laughs> it's appropriately tiled, the Winnebago. Uh, the, uh, so the, uh, it's not like, it's not Tolkien by any means. And, and that's, you know, that's why, because that's the, the kind of D&D podcast I enjoy and then I get into and, you know, you, you create, you know, you, you, you write what you know. And that's, so that's kind of the direction that we went with it. So, if I understand your your podcast, your your podcast in essence, because it's a story, it's a, mm -hmm. it's a story. Yeah, uh, the story takes place in an alternate U.S. in the current like world, or is no, it like forest? It's not, not, not that current event. So imagine, if you will, during uh, we're going to go lore dive now. Imagine, if you will, during the the separation of Pangaea, during the evolution of the planet, a massive crystal spire slammed into the planet and altered the final orientation of the continents across the world, as well as having had additional environmental effects, including the path of the oceans and triggering a leap forward in evolution for the resident species on the planet. And that's where the dwarves and the elves and the dragonborn and the robot guys. So it's a little bit of all of that. So a lot of my players are new players. So when you, when you look at our cast, uh, Harland who plays Todd, the tiefling is it's his first time playing Dungeons and Dragons never played before. On the opposite end of the spectrum, Anthony, who plays Baba Tunde, has been playing for, you know, probably about six or seven years, a significant amount of time. He's a legacy player. His older brother brought him into it. And then literally we have pretty much a, st a step along each path of the spectrum until you get from that beginner to experienced person. So, um, and... I suck at drawing maps. So <laughs> when, when you say, okay, I've got new players that aren't necessarily used to the, definitely not used to an established D&D setting or this fantasy realm. I open up the book and there's a map at the beginning of the book kind of um, culture. What's an easy way for me to create a context for travel distances and space? So, you know, inevitably the podcast um, you know, they're, they're chasing down some MacGuffins at this point. And narratively, it's very easy for me to put the context of, hey, instead of saying you're traveling from the land of Norgarth Debar to Flabandingding, um, to give them the context of, hey, you guys are pretty much driving around from the northern Dakotas down to Louisiana. Now, wow. yes, I do fantasy up the names a little bit. It's the region of Dak to Hiko and the southern Fens. Um, and and the, the map is altered. The, you know, the second arc that we're heading into uh, production wise. 
allies will take place largely in South America after a slight detour to an island filled full of dinosaurs. But uh, so yeah, and, that, and that's the thing too. We do I do try to make an effort to genre bend a little bit with this. While it does certainly have the trappings of of high fantasy, uh, the first arc is very much a callback to. Uh, there is a flatboat, Burt Reynolds, Gator, throw, like like the 80s kind of swamp uh, chase movies. There's a, there's a couple of different, there's the two episodes that are coming out right now are very much a homage to Biker Boys, a very, a very B movie starring Lawrence Fishburne. So there's a lot of pop culture calls it, call outs to it. Um, and part of that was, again, that's what I think I find entertaining, but that's also what was engaging for the cast and helped provide a clearer reference for what was, what was going on, but it's, it's any time, like the time frame is, is completely separate. Okay. So the world is based somewhat on earth, yeah. but with some changes. So it makes it right. easy for people to understand. Okay. Exactly. exactly. And the people, the, and it's just magical things in on just on top of it. Okay. Yep. I get yep, it. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. There you go. It simplified it for my uh, very uh, simple mind there. So I got no, it. Yeah, but that's right. You got to be careful when you ask a DM to, to, to go into world conversations. That's never a short answer. I apologize. <laughs> no, that's great because it shows how much passion you have for not only your podcast, but also your listeners. Your Because you're the DM, you're also thinking back as being the podcast host. You want to make this entertaining for your right. listeners. So if your, your crew of uh, adventurers have fun with it, then you know your listeners will as well. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love how you get passionate about that. And that's a... Always fun. I see we're in our chat about our podcast, uh, Roll for What. Um, I see how excited Dan gets our DM, and it's just so much fun to see it. Um, go ahead. No, as I was gonna say that, but yeah, it, it, very much so. But the, yeah, the short answer, I guess, is the practical application of the reason why I put it in the random US is I suck at drawing at maps, and it makes it easier for the new players to have context. That's there we go. Yeah, and your listeners to figure out where they're yeah. traveling. Yeah, exactly. You know, because I, I, I hopefully we're, we're pulling in some people that are newer to Dungeons and Dragons and they're, they're learning a little bit about it as we go. We've got some, we've got some additional content that we put out that specifically speaks to that on the streaming side. Cause we have launched streaming as well. Um, but, uh, that, that tries to provide some additional context and background to some of the more obscure rules. Okay. I like that. Uh, kind of answers the general of why you started a podcast because, uh, you wanted to, uh, have some fun with your kids and, uh, yeah. continue playing D&D so that's great um what has been some maybe some pain uh, a pain point you may have faced while mm. growing your podcast not the D&D &D side because you seem to have a very great handle on that but yeah growing your listener base and all that uh you know it's well this is the very first podcast I've ever produced published and edited and promoted on my own <laughs> so um it's been a it's been a fairly steep learning curve I mean I think the biggest pain point is editing and learning, you know, having to go in and, and teach myself audio, um, uh, aud audition and the different aspects of audio editing and learning about leveling. Um, you know, luckily there's a ton of great resources out there on, on YouTube. Um, that's been a big thing, especially with, um, you know, the, one of the biggest differences about, uh, the D and D podcast in general, but it's true about any audio drama podcast is it's not a solo effort. You know, so any issue that you might, any challenge you might run into within individuals, equipment, uh, sound conditioning in the room that they're recording in, computer is now spread across five or six people. And so getting everybody up to that same basic level of recording standards 
was been the, the biggest thing that we have been working and chipping away at over the, the term of the podcast. Um, and that's just, that's part of having a cast instead of being a, kind of a solo show is you do lose a little bit of that control, but man, editing is always the thing. And it's, it's just a, the, the only way really to overcome it is to constantly educate yourself on what, uh, resources are out there. Look at different platforms. Don't be afraid to experiment with different uh, different platforms and different uh, uh, digital uh, DAWs or DAWs. Yeah, And then um, and then uh, dip into YouTube, man. That is one thing. I've never been a big YouTube explainer guy until I got into. There's a lot of first for me involved in this, and that making sure that I'm dipping into those educational resources and and making a constant effort to learn something new about the areas that I know that I'm weak in every single, every single hour of every single day. Nice. I like that. I like that. Uh, reinforce the using YouTube university to uh, increase your thing. I've been watching a lot of uh, Pat Flynn recently about promoting your podcast, growing your podcast. Cause that's what I want to use as this, a resource during my live shows, you know, that I yeah. do during the week. Um, what would be a tip if you could, cause you've been, podcasting yeah. about two years now right yeah just well, coming up years. on the second year yeah yeah uh what would be a tip that if you could go back two years and say look you really need to learn this yeah because this is so important you know my biggest thing is for somebody starting especially if you're starting with a group of people know what your end goal is in advance you know that was ultimately what caused the largest amount of conflict in my first podcast is i was getting into podcasting to establish myself as a podcaster in the tabletop role-playing space, which hopefully I can parlay into some additional voice acting opportunities or potentially some game development opportunities. That's my end goal at the end of this process. The other people in the cast were, well, you know, this is a fun hobby for us. This is what, you know, so if, so if there was ever a conflict or if there was ever a need to make a little bit of a sacrifice to accomplish that goal, they the attitude of oh hey we don't want this to become a second job it's like okay we're we're living in two different worlds right now and there's nothing wrong with the world that you're living in if you come into podcasting and it's hey i've got a story i want to tell i just want to get it recorded and put it out there and then and to share that with the world and let it live in that space great if you want to go out there and you want to be successful and you know you're going to have to sacrifice your time and you're going to have to invest in equipment and you're going to have to invest in promotion you have to invest in yourself. Huh? Yeah, I like uh -huh. it. They, uh -huh. they got their shirt. Very nice. Uh, Thank you, you for the uh, little uh, promo there. Then uh, you, understanding that coming into it then lets you be realistic about the steps to achieve that goal going forward. So you got to know that for yourself. But then you also have to have that conversation with everybody else participating in that podcast. What is their individual goals? Because that, if they don't align... And now you get six months into it and one of the people that are key to your podcast just doesn't want to do it anymore. You can end up in a real spot, especially with what we do with a narrative situation. I and mean, just think if the guy who played Jon Snow, Kit Harrington, all of a sudden decided in season three, he's like, yeah, man, I'm done with acting. I'm going to go open a restaurant and be a chef. Yeah. That, that would suck. Yeah. It's so well, it, some people would say maybe make it better, but who knows? But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's tip number one. Know, know where you want to get because you cannot map out that roadmap 
without knowing what your final destination is. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a single one. You don't have to have a single, I mean, you shouldn't have a single goal. You can have multiple. Like I said, I've got the tabletop development piece. I've got the voice acting piece. I've got, you know, it's where we're starting to see some growth on our Patreon and and the revenue come in for that, which is allowing us to invest back into uh, the podcast and further promotion on participation in um, in conventions when the world opens back up again is, is a big plus for us live show. So, you know, those are, there are a number of long-term goals there. You've got to know them and know where you're driving the bus or the Winnebago as the case may be. And then just make sure everybody else is on board because, you know, again, if you've got somebody trying to go a different direction than you, you're going to put in a lot of work and a lot of effort and it'll be two steps forward, one step back. I love, uh, I, I've been recently reading uh, the 80, 20 rule, a uh, book on the 80-20 rule. And I love how you're looking at, you're using your podcast, this thing that takes about 20% of your t- time and your life to do, get into 80% of the places you want to go. Yeah. Maximizing that. And I, I love how you're doing that and maximizing your time and to get that reach. Um, now, I do want to talk about monetizing because that's mm-hmm. interesting. You're going with uh, Patreon. Some people yeah. go with sponsorships and that. Um, the growth with Patreon, it, have you seen it increase in the sh- like recently, or has it been like a nice steady increase since the beginning? No, we, you know, it's, it, it's, it's gone in two spikes for us basically. So our, our overall volume is reaching the point where we're going to reach out and approach sponsors here in the next 30 days or so. We'll start more heavily marketing ourselves towards sponsors, but Patreon is, is a pretty standard platform for our particular type of podcast. It, and it, the, what we do there is a lot of synergy with the the act of creating the podcast and kind of the bits that ground up get ground up to make the sausage having their worth. And what I mean by that is, so as I'm creating these scenarios, I'm making dungeon master notes. I'm effectively writing a supplement for Dungeons and Dragons to produce on the podcast. Well, there's a value to that. And whether that's just as somebody who is interested in our podcast and is interested in what goes on behind the scenes or wants to take the rule set and encounter outline of what we do and use it in their own game because they thought it sounded really fun. The Patreon is a easy way for us to gate access to that and allow people to participate in it as it's being developed and get the value out of it as it's being developed. And with long-term, sure, at the end of this process, could we turn around and then bundle all that together and publish it independently? You're right. We absolutely could. But there's a lot of iterations along the way that fans get to enjoy. We have a whole separate podcast in there um, called The Hunter's Party, where we rewatch Supernatural, Mm -hmm. uh, do a little bit of a recap, and then do what's called homebrewing a monster specifically for D&D. So Patreon is is a great support system for what we do, because a lot of what um, grows out of actually producing our podcast. Those little bits have their own marketable value and it's a way to segment that out. We saw our growth. We, we got some early adoption through cross-promotion on other pop, uh, podcasts. And then we have uh, saw a spike. I, I ran some ads with uh, another D&D podcast in Texas, uh, ran a couple of ad spots. And out of all the marketing we've done, that was the one that had the absolute most immediate payout for us. We saw a big spike in our Patreon support after that. And then it's been fairly steady for the last couple of months, except the members of those Patreons, uh, those Patreon supporters have increased their investment over the last Ooh. 60 and 90 days. So they've gone from being somebody at that entry level tier all the way up to our top level tier. And we had a guy recently who even 
exceeded the top level tier and kind of doubled down and pushed past that uh, because these are they they see that engagement they see the value of it and then they can continue to push that support even further and we're about to do another promotional ad run with another series of podcasts um, because it's you know we get we saw that I've done a, a couple of different advertising pushes with it I've done the, the ads on social media I we do we're doing a number of of cross promotional interviews I'm doing them jazz who plays fate on the podcast is doing them um, but those being able to run the 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 ad spots especially since we have a fairly you know a fairly very specific niche genre that we fit into mm -hmm. it is very very direct for me to go and go okay here's the other top 10 comedy podcasts for dungeons and dragons let's go run a single ad spot on that and see what that spike does um, and, you know, we, we actually ran a couple of spots on the, the first podcast we advertised for, and it, you know, we saw a huge spike that, uh, of downloads with the first one that flowed through and we picked up Patreon supporters because of that. And then we, the second one, a, a, a much, much less of a significant impact. So we're still working out the timing on some of that. It'll probably end up being about a quarterly repeat, depending upon the podcast as we rotate through. But the, um, we saw some real efficacy in that. That, that's been pretty cool. Um, and, and again, it just, it meshes well with what we produce. I love it. I love that. I love how you're using, you know, some people use organic and you guys are looking at paid, seeing the the yeah. reinvestment come out of it. So I like seeing that. And of course, seeing the Patreons increase and that just shows them more trusting that they have in your, your brand and that. Um, I'm curious, have you guys moved towards maybe producing actual merchandise? We've got some merch that's offered through Patreon, which was another bonus to that. Um, as I could, there's a, a Patreon merch tier. Um, the one of the next investments in what we're actually doing with the funds from the Patreon will be some additional graphic design for different merch for us to to spread that out a little bit more. Um, we're looking, and that'll play into because that's one of the things that is a little bit of a chat. Like we've our podcast. A lot of D&D podcasts you'll see, they've got a music person, somebody who has a music background, somebody who has an art background. So they're able to produce a lot of that stuff in-house. All my guys are IT guys. Um, <laughs> so I've got the tech angle on this thing on lock, but the the creating some of the art assets and the musical assets have required some additional, and uh, again, keep going back to investment, but, but some additional revenue. And that's that's really, that was the next step for us on uh, what we're doing with uh, the funds that we've collected for the Patreon is to, to design some, come up with some additional merch designs to, to push out there independently of the Patreon support. Um, specifically for, there's a couple of different conventions that we were looking at going to over the next nine to 12 months to distribute that stuff out. But Delta has changed those plans a little bit. Yes, uh, Delta again. Uh, kind of uh, funny because I started my first Invest in Yourself, the digital entrepreneur, right. year, during uh, the original branch of COVID. And now I'm starting my second one around the, <laughs> the second yeah. wave, you know? Yeah. So it's a little highlighting there. And uh, this one definitely probably will have the success as the other one. Um, I do want to ask you uh, so far in your podcasting journey, what has been your favorite moment? Like, has there been a moment where you're like, this is why I podcast? Yeah, it's, you know, the, for me, one of the things that, and this is going to sound a little narcissistic, but you know, <laughs> Hey, what are you going to do? The, the moment that you realize, Oh shit, we got fans. Or, or I, I didn't, I didn't say it, it is. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the, uh, the, yeah, yeah, we're the, allowed. Don't worry. The, it is. Uh, that's, that's awesome. I mean, to, to turn around and go, Oh crap, 
these people legitimately love what we're putting and we're doing out there and the validation that comes from that. So that was a big part of it. You know what I mean? That is a very unique feeling that this, because we're not, you know, we're not educating, we're not informing, we're not teaching. We are, this is a creative endeavor for us. This is us writing a story, producing a TV show without the TV and to find out that, Hey, there's people that enjoy this enough, not only just the ones that are willing to, pay to hear us keep doing it or to pay for us to make it get better, which is, which is incredible uh, that, that somebody would do that, but you know, that will provide you active feedback and give you their opinions on characters and talk, you know, that you can see some of the message that you're putting out there and some of the, the some of the themes that you're trying to present are connecting has been really cool. Uh, the other piece of it that's been really cool is, you know, and from a less, oh my God, people love us <laughs> standpoint. Less narcissism, less yeah, back to being humble. Less egotistical um, is, you know, our podcast is somewhat unique in the, uh, in the space. We're uh, 50% of our cast are, are BIPOC creators. Um, Harland, Anthony and Jazz uh, are all people of color. And that is something that there isn't a ton of, particularly in the, in the role playing space. You've got three black halflings. You've got, there, there's definitely a, a, a contingent out there, but there, they there, are, there's a slow growth, but yeah. it's, it's, it's not as widespread in, in the podcasting world. Uh, Cause it is dominated by cis white gendered men. Um, but it's being broken down now with a lot of people uh, entering it because they're yeah. learning and having fun and seeing their celebrities uh, come and start them. So yeah, the accessibility is great and love having that you're supporting them as well. Yeah, so g getting to be a part of of that, you know, and helping bring some additional diversity to that space, and and presenting a unique voice within that space because of it, has been has been gratifying. Man, it's it's, it's a good feeling to get to do that, and you know, the guys are having a fun time doing it, and you know, that's you know that um, that's a that's a part of it. But yeah, that you know, being able to really realize it's something I've made something that I've I crafted in my little hut and then kicked out into the world to go there uh, that, that that people have enjoyed and consumed and appreciated is incredibly rewarding. So I, I just wanted to check something. Uh, I've been doing this recently with talking with podcasters been here. Um, do you know about uh, listen notes? Uh, I'm gonna say no. Okay. Um, so listen notes is something, uh, a place where podcasters can see and people can check out podcasts to see what their like global rank and their listen scores and like find all their social media. It's kind of like a one shot mm -hmm. for podcasters and pretty much like a ranking. Um, so I just pulled up yours. Oh dear. Uh, give me the look. No, no, no. <laughs> um, you are currently a top 10% podcaster. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So what this means, a listen score is the matrix that shows the estimate popularity of a podcast compared to other RSS based public podcasts in the world on a scale from zero to 100, the higher, the more popular calculated from first and third party data updated monthly. And then you have your global rank. Uh, this is the podcast. Uh, this podcast is one of the top ten most popular shows out of the two million six hundred twenty-three thousand one hundred sixty-six podcasts globally, ranked by Listen Score, the estimated popularity score. 
That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I had us pegged. I knew we were, had crossed the 25% threshold and that, you know, that really has been in the last 90 days. And that really was a byproduct of the, the, the advertising campaign that we ran. We saw that, that big uptake that really squarely pushed us in the top 25. And yeah, this was the next kind of tier for us to get across that 10% threshold. Um, And uh, this is, this is really cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. I, I love when I got shown this on one of my episodes where I interviewed Mike uh, Kelvavani. I, I messed up his last name. He's the uh, average Joe finance guy. Bro, I grew up in Florida and Texas. And if you, if you want to hear one consistent theme to our podcast, it's me butchering the fantasy names that I invent and then <laughs> turn around and get wrong. So no worries. <laughs> Yeah, so he showed me uh, he showed me this live on the show, and I was like blown away because my podcasts are like yours, a top ten uh, percent podcast, which is just like great, to, great feeling to know. You know, your oh, yeah. people are like you know listening in, and uh, it's a nice little show off. Um, we're coming up here near thirty minutes now, and I don't want to take too much of your time. Sure thing. So I'm gonna jump off screen. Um, I'm going to allow you to have the full screen to let everybody know where they can find you and how they can get in contact to listen with your podcast and maybe support you. Awesome. Here you go. Hey guys, uh, Turner Coates here, Dungeon Master and host of the Gimme the Loot podcast, a Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play comedy podcast. You can find us at gmdlcast.com is the podcast website. We're available on all major podcast players. You can find us on social media at GMDLcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, mostly Twitter. Uh, and then uh, you can, of course, find us on uh, the uh, pod, um, pod chaser. We've got a profile up there. Uh, it's hard to miss us. Um, you uh, keep an eye on our Twitter feed. Uh, we constantly update with new content. We are streaming on Twitch now every Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Central. We have four different shows that we do, which range from a rule explainer to character creation workshops to a guest interview show that will be premiering next week called guest quest uh some of that rolls forward in the podcast feed so get on over to twitter and follow us at gmdlcast for all the updates and check out gmdlcast.com or give me the loot in your favorite podcast player that was so professional thank you very much man i, I got to... damn i feel like I, I don't even know how to do a follow-up with that um i mean i, was, I know we're i know we're coming up on time yeah. i just is there one last thing that i i you know because i rambly as hell uh, and i apologize <laughs> the one thing i want to ask you we are in the early stages of launching an event called gimme the belt uh, which is our first fundraising event for uh, a nonprofit organization called Games to Grow, which uses role-playing games as a therapeutic and educational tool with people with cognitive differences or with uh, with individual challenges. Um, they were recently featured on the Today Show. If uh, So again, head, head over to Twitter. We'll be posting details on that regularly. Gimme to Loot is going to be an inter-podcast player versus player 3v3 tournament, which will be streamed and the winning podcast stream will walk away with a championship belt provided by the gimme to loot podcast so absolutely make sure you hit us up on those social feeds so you can get those details as they develop we're shooting for octoberish for that out there but we're going to be promoting that like heck over the coming weeks that is amazing i love that idea that is insane oh my god um Turner, thank you so much. I, I'm I, I'm blown away by how awesome uh, this conversation is and your passion. Well, I knew about your passion uh, for uh, Dungeons and Dragons. You're always 
there to answer questions when I have them um, and guide Dan into being a better uh, dungeon match master in his own right. Um, so everybody, if you're interested in uh, listening to an amazing podcast, that's fun. Uh, the links will be in the show notes down below. I want to thank Turner again for being a guest and everybody remember to invest in yourself to become a better person. I thank you so much. Thanks. Have a good one.